Greetings. Not well. I'm recording this on my way to work, actually, because I didn't have, didn't make the time during testing the last two nights afterwards to do it before I went to bed. So, I guess the weekly thing was a bust as well. However, two nights ago, at the testing at my house, with about, eh, I want to say maybe half a dozen people, I played about 25 to 35 games with the Toast Deck that Manu Boucher and Wapatapo and others created. And in the end, I kept feeling like the deck was constantly running behind. I kept feeling, well, I could outdraw my cart opponent considerably. I kept feeling like I always needed damn it to get into a damnation, which I didn't have. Or I needed something to keep me alive, or my life total was always getting precariously low mid-game before I was able to stabilize. Uh, in the end, while the permission's good, and yeah, I, I guess if he beat control decks and fairies decks all day, that would explain why he went 8-0, but if he was playing elves, fast aggro decks, burn decks, dragonstorm, Maybe he'd have done good against Ragnarok, but all those other decks, I can't see how he went 8 0. Just can't. I think you're probably a dog in any deck that just comes at you. If you just, if they just come at you like, like they don't care you're there and just putting you on an absolute clock, I think you're just, you're just downright dog and there's nothing you can really do about it. Doesn't have the ability to just win games. Doesn't have, I mean, the Cloud Stars are good. Manicling's good. Cryptic Command's good. Nice counter a couple of threats, but it's not, a, not the ability to ever get behind anybody who gets multiple threats in play against you. It has, just has no way to get from behind. So in the end, after a solid night of testing it a couple of nights ago, I scrapped it to the roll, to the heat pack, 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 bleh, pack to the heat pile. Toast is toast. No point in bringing it. Don't bother playing it. Regional's got too much aggro, because typically regional does have more aggro. People tend to play more creatures. There's nothing in that deck that's going to stop the people from from playing those creatures. And, and overall, you're just, you're just too far behind all the time. You know? There's just not, a, not any point to it. So... The red deck, the model red deck that we were playing against, and a friend of mine is running to, or actually now convincing multiple people to run to, regionals with, is basically a slide deck with what one major change to it. He's got the creature lands, like a typical red deck, um, though he's preferring get, um, get to encampments over mutables because of the same change. He's got all the other basic lands, like the whole Jorn, Rutherless, and stuff. Um... He's got main deck four blood moons, made uh, maguses, which totally makes sense in this format. Every red deck should main deck them. If you're going into regionals, I actually, and you're playing red, find a way to make it work with him. It, you'll be amazed how many games people never cast a basic land in, and every one of those games where you get it out early and it lives, you're pretty much relegating them to have to either slaughter pack it or. Uh, Murders recap it, etc. It, it kind of limits their options, and it just outright wins you games in so many situations. 
he's also running the the Ram Jam guy, the three three on three. That's three hybrid to cast leaves wither counters because it's really annoying and it makes blocking problematic when you're when you're a control player or somebody using wall of roots or somebody wanting to use kitchen finks. Um, it's pretty decent for its cost power. He's using that guy, the three three for three haster with uh, the Ram Jam GM guy. He's also using Tatterbunge, the, the Tattermunge Jackalpup variant, the two one on on one that's hybrid. He's using him, and his big thing is he's using. Oh, he's also using the the, the Marauders guys. I think they're called the um, the three three has uh, vanishing one when he comes to play for two. When he comes to play, you take a, your opponent takes a point. At least play, you take a point. He's a three three has vanishing one. Using him as well, but the big the big thing into that deck is, is he's got five, uh, four of the demigods, the black red demigod, the demigod of here's a big flat flyer, take it to the face, and basically what he does is with his burn sweep of rift bolts, incinerates, and uh, lightning javelins, is he's basically. He's coming at you with a couple of small creatures, doing some damage, burning some stuff out of the way, and then, bam, hits five mana, smacks with the big guy. And a lot of decks that I've been playing against that have no out answers for that big guy. He's got a four toughness, which makes inversions impossible. He happens to be black, so all the black removal is impossible. He kind of demands to be, be a damnation or bounced or something. But none of those are good answers because if he ever gets a second one, he loses anyways. So he's basically been beaten. Everybody's facing with this with the strategy of early creatures, early burn, big finisher. Not that far off from a lot of winning strategies before, and he's doing his model red. So it's kind of a slide deck with uh, with um, everything costing between one, two, a few things at three, and then then four copies of the podcaster as his big finisher. So I think he's going to do well with it at regionals, actually, at this point. Enough so that I've considered maybe considering it. So if you get this, then I would suggest you please try and put it together in your playtest gauntlet and see what you can do with it. Because if you can surprise people, it might be worth trying. Last night, however, the deck I decided to spend all night on was Nikoi Shimizu, deck from Pro Tour Hollywood. The black, green, blue... Mannequin deck, three color mannequin deck. Um, the only blue in it is four mold workers. It's basically a deck with Farhaven Elves, which I love in the deck. The Cloud Threshers, which are freaking amazing in this format. Um, Shriek Maws, which are pretty good on their own. Tarmogoys, Propane Commands, Makeshift Mannequins, a couple other things. Anyways, you know, basically a, a color base that, that makes it work. Oh, and Wall of Roots for the early, early game to, to ramp up and to defend. It's pretty decent. Um, as I've been playing it last night against the red deck, I still have problems because it's the red flyer just beats me. If, if he never sees the red flyer or gets it in play, I'll beat him in time. But if it's in, well, what that's in play, the likelihood of me winning in the game is dramatically reduced once he hits play. Uh, I played against a Doran deck. It basically draws it out to the point where it comes into both of us having 10, 10 mana plus or so, and who draws the profanes at the right time. Uh, same goes against a mirror match that I played last night. Uh, 
I don't know. I put in probably about 40 games last night, a solid six hours of testing with this deck. Six hours of continuous playing, basically, against about, I want to say, six or seven different players. Uh, some against the red deck early. Dragonstorm, you have no hope against, pretty much, with it. Uh, I started tweaking it as I went, though. Um, eventually, I dropped out all the kitchen paints because while they're good against red, and you need them to beat red, you don't need a main deck to win. And the things I've been putting in instead have been, I've been upping numbers of damnations in the deck. I've been tweaking with the spot removal a little bit. Uh, I like the rest of the creature base, the beater stuff, and I've increased the number of Cloud Darshers to four, and Farhaven Elves to four. Uh, at this point, at this point, I'm pretty sure if I'm going to continue playing with it, it's going to have four damnations in it. And it definitely should have four, four Fire Raven Elves with six basic lands. And I'm going to have four Cloud Threshers in the deck as well. Uh, things that it seems like it wants, or things that make it slightly different from Straight Up Rock, is no discard. If you have Thought Seasons available, that's not a bad idea instead of the Damnation. Or instead of something like the Wall of Roots. Or the, not the Wall of Roots so much as maybe... It seems like it's running the makeshift mannequin over Thoughtseize for, for your typical rock deck, basically, in that case. And the makeshift is just amazing in the right situations. It's always cool to bust out the tricks. It's always cool to reanimate the Streak Maw. It's always cool to uh, reanimate the Cloud Thresher, bring back Tarmogoy for the right times. So I sometimes bring back Barbie and help get more land on my deck to build up for bigger profanes. And once I draw on profanes, with the Mulder, well, yeah, it's got Mulder too. You can always make shit the Mulder out, and once you get to that point, you know, you can get enough cards and draw enough stuff and make big enough profanes in that deck. It was not unheard of me to profaning to the face for 8, 9, 10, dam- uh, 10 damage or loss of life at times. It was. That deck is really good. That deck has got potential. Other decks I was playing against, basically when you play against Doran deck though, it comes down to whoever has the biggest profane late. Miramat, same thing. Whoever gets enough mana, big profane wins the game. I played against fairies. I played a real confident player in Paul Bradford and against fairies, and I couldn't beat him in like five games. I get a different variation of fairies with with um, less less uh, permission in it, and uses Voldemort clicks over Sours, Sours of Temptation. I offered the guy like six straight, different player, and I don't know what it is, but Paul seems to always have my number, so I think he's figured out how I play and Mike, Mike tells is the word, so he knows how to play me really well at this point. So, but with, with Damnation and Cloud Thresher's main, I think you're probably decent matchup against fairies at this point. Elves, I, with the Damnations, and the Tarmogoyce and stuff, the big stuff for blocking. I basically just stall the game out long enough using my spot removal and my streak maws and my uh, nameless inversions to uh, keep him in check. And then sweep his board one time with the Damnation, getting him, getting a big, like, 5 for 1 width or 6 for 1 width. And in the end, maybe a 5 for 2. And then, and then he has to sit there and completely recover from that point. And I have like a cloud starcher in hand to go to town with. Or my uh, treetop villages suddenly come to life and start breaking down. Basically, I play like, I want to play like eight games against elves last night, green black elves. And 
I didn't. I wasn't even. I wasn't remotely losing any of those games. Pretty much, it, it was a blowout every time, which gives me a good feeling for that because I imagine Merfolk wouldn't be that much different, and Kiskin would be far more down that same line. You know, it would be come down to early game spot rule matters, mid game the walls, and Tarmogoyce block, uh, build up the ground until Damnation comes home, sweeps the board. I drop, I drop more threats and uh, just go to town with them. And I imagine that's basically how the day, how that game's gonna play out, pretty much most of the time. Which makes me feel good because it's probably, in that case, I'm probably like an 80% matchup against Elves' main deck, and I, and I probably will hold my own really well, tournament-wise, with that. The thing that worries me though is, is competent fairies player with a lot of permission, a full set of 12, could be problematic for me. A bad fairies player, which there will be some of at regionals will allow me to beat them, so I'm not so sure what to make of the, the fairies matchup yet, exactly. Because you also have to take into consideration time your player. Revlark, I'm not so sure you can beat Revlark with the with the build I have, but you can sure mess with them with enough extra baits and or Tormods to, to give hope. Um, I'm definitely going to have to, if you play that deck, I definitely would say you need to run in the four, four Rift Sweepers in the sideboard, for sure, because of the combination of Revlark, Greater Gargon, Ancestral Visions, and uh, Dragonstorm. Because of because of all those cards that are in popular decks, or will be in popular decks, this Dragonstorm. I don't know if Dragonstorm is picking up popularity, or it was just. We got. <laughs> we just got a couple people who are too faithful to the. To the old concept of Rackham's Mormon, or just gonna push into regionals and see what happens. In the end of 200 players, I suspect the likelihood is it'll only be like five total, but still. But when it comes down to like the fairies, the Tridivore is gonna be huge still in sideboards, the red decks, or decks that are splashing red. You're gonna have to deal with that, you're gonna have to deal with a lot of ancestral visions. So, you know, Rift Weepers are good there. Garganon's gonna be everywhere if. if if uh, either the mono red deck or the Revlark deck are both popular, and I suspect Revlark might be. So you're going to want it for that matchup to give you a, a much better chance of winning. Alright, with that, I need to cut this off. So, this is Chris signing out. Alright, part two. It's on the Gordon after work on the way home, actually. Other decks, regionals. Green Black Elves, pretty common deck, still, still very, very good, especially if built with some control elements, either in the way of spot removal or Fonsies, some disruption, excavates out of the sideboard, whatnot. Um, Green Black Elves, probably going to be a very popular deck. It was what the deck was that Gindy, Charles Gindy, used to win PT Hollywood with. He showed up in large numbers. It was like the second most popular deck at the Pro Tour on day one, but like the fifth most popular deck on day two because so many of them didn't make day two. But that doesn't necessarily take away the fact that he won, so... And there was another variation of it, which was more rockish build, that also did very, very well at the Pro Tour. Um, learning about, learning probably a lot of money. So the likelihood is that Dream Black Elves will still be at regionals, and in fairly significant amounts. So, if you're playing a black-based deck, you want Wrath of God available. If you're playing a green-based deck, 
or a red-based deck, then you're going to want Fire Spout and or Pyroclasm available. You're going to have to deal with a lot of the weenies. They're going to come out strong. They're going to be a very easy strategy for people to build, and they've been played a lot. And people tend to like that kind of deck, especially if Perry's Perfect is just freaking amazing. Tonight's session says I'm driving home to. Last night we had 11 people in my house playing Magic. Tonight I'm going home, set up, prepare for when people come over tonight for a session of testing the Magic. I'm kind of hoping that there'll be two different elf decks there tonight. I'm going to try to get some more testing time in this time with V's red green deck and with some more of the uh, three color mannequin deck, but mostly sticking to either the red or the red green deck or you know, mono red or, or the red greens V deck this time for me tonight. I think it makes sense for me to spend some focus tonight on that deck. Then I can make a decision which deck tomorrow I'm going to play and start working on an actual sideboard for it and have two nights to hash out my sideboard before regionals at this point. So the three decks that I'm considering right now, well, not really three decks anymore, um, I play a ton of the Toast deck. Toast was crap, I think. I don't think it's worth playing. I, I can't stand how boring Elves plays out for me. It's just To me, it just bores me when I play it. But it's a very solid deck, and I, I suspect it will be in large numbers there at the, PT, uh, at the regionals. I don't expect Toast to be in, in very large numbers. Everybody I've talked to who's tried to play it, from and from reading on some forums that I have access to, everybody kind of agrees with, with the assessment that I've given them about it, that it just can't deal with fast decks. It beats, it'll beat fairies, but anything that can drop a creature on turn one, two, and three, it has some serious problems of actually doing something about. So, and that's just something you don't want in a deck for regionals. Regionals typically is a more aggro-based format than other major events. The fact that we're having a, a uh, known metagame this time going into based on Hollywood is kind of interesting. It takes away some of the exploration issues that I, or things that that allow people like me do well, because I, I explore formats and then try to come up with left field decks that do well occasionally. Sometimes I'll strike gold, sometimes I won't. However, this time since we have a known metagame, I am trying to go with, while not a mainstream deck necessarily for myself, definitely playing... <coughs> oh, excuse me. God. Trying to play in solid versions of the decks that I am playing. Um, and I started off with a series of known decklists that did well at Pro Tour Hollywood. Uh, out of my gauntlet of proxy decks, I have nine available, plus, you know, potentially between seven and 14 people can show up at my house right now, each with their own one or two decks that they've been building as well. So, you know, so we have many, many multiples of different decks there. It's a good way to do some, some serious headbanging. Right now, I'm starting to get a feel for what the format should be like. I don't know if I have enough time yet to, to truly maximize the deck potential, but I'm going with a with a not so mainstream deck, but it, most likely. But it's going to be one of a couple of archetypes that did well at the Pro Tour at this point. Uh, if you have any concerns or issues about stuff, let me I'll I'll, uh, I'll easily address those. Just email me at otwellc at gmail dot com, and if you get them to me asap, I might even respond to them in time with the podcast prior to regionals. So. Um, but yeah, it's, at this point, I really like the way these deck played out this past weekend. The only thing in it that I felt like it wanted was more targeted burn. I'm not sure exactly how much more, but definitely things like lightning javelins was was an option. 
I can't say you want to give up Fire Spout because it's so good in so many different matches, so that may have to become a four of card in the deck because that deck wins by all blowouts, basically. See, that's, that's what gets me about that deck. Is like It doesn't win a tight game. It doesn't fight a tight game. Either it loses in a blowout or wins in a blowout. And those kinds of decks are not very stable for regionals, but at the right kind of metagame, they can just go in there and with the right matches just run either run you to a top t- top eight or run you right out of an event in like the Ofer bracket or the one X bracket. So and they're not big on the on the on the all blowout type matchups, but that's why I'm kinda I started testing with V's deck originally on Saturday. And that's kinda why I, I trailed back some and started trying some other types of things on Sunday and then Monday. Uh, and then last night on Tuesday. So I'm gonna go back to the Z's deck tonight some I, I think it's got serious potential. I, I really just need a little bit more burn. It's really good on creature aggro as it is. You want to have four Magus of the Moons, and that's something I don't have access to as a fourth one of those. But it's a deck, if you play it, you have to run the Magus of the Moons all main deck. It's a card you just can't live without for regionals. Pretty much any reg deck, really, they have to have to run bag- the Magus in there. Um, I, myself, if I'm going to play the three-color Manaquin deck, is only running like six basics. A lot of people I played last night only had like one to three basics total in their deck. And the red decks there, which had the two red decks we had in our testing session last night that did have Magus, were mopping up every time they got drawn early. So, there's more proof to the power of that card. Well, we'll see how this goes tonight. Right now, this is, uh, I'm gonna head on home and get myself some dinner before people show up, so this is Outwell signing off.